The following program is produced and powered by StraightRadio.com. Hip hop is consists of a few, few elements. You got the rap, DJs, the B boys, the style of dress, and the graffiti. It's so Sonic Bigs with Let's Talk Hip Hop, the podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Mr. Biggs, a.k.a. Soul Sonic Biggs. Let's talk hip-hop, the podcast. And I got my man, my man, my man, Charlie Rock in the building. Mr. Biggs, ooh. That's how we used to say it. (laughs) Mr. Biggs, ooh. I got my man, TK, in the building. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? All right. And we're going to be calling my girl, Debbie D, in a few. All right, all right. Debbie D. For those of you who are not familiar with who Debbie D is, Debbie D is from the legendary Us Girls from the seminal movie Beach Street. I know many people remember that movie. Uh, Debbie D, along with uh, Queen Lisa Lee, part of the Universal Zulu Nation and the, one of the early members of the Soul Sonic Force, and none other than the first female MC, MC Shah Rock from the Funky 4 Plus One More, DJ Breakout and the Funky 4 Plus One More. So Debbie D will be with us today and kind of talking about us to us about what's going on in hip hop today. And, and, uh, and let me just tell you, first and foremost, this podcast is brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wines. Go to MrBigsWines.com. Best wine ever. And by Mr. Biggs and Sons Distribution. It's going down, baby. It's going down. TK, tell me a little bit about your business, baby. Um, Mr. Biggs and Sons is, a, is Mr. Biggs Wines Distributor. We have about 31 wines. They're all good wines. So today, I'm going to be giving you the wine of the week. Now, the wine of the week is something that I started just to let everybody know different types of wines. How was your week? I'm doing pretty good. Just out here living my best life. Best life. Here you go. Everybody living their best <laughs> life. I guess I'd be living my best life too if I had a truck and nice crib. And I'm blessed. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Definitely blessed. You are definitely blessed. How you feel about this, uh, the new podcast your pop started for this hip-hop university? Oh, it's a dope podcast, um, podcast man. This is a, good, a great idea. I hope I could attract the youth as well as, you know, the people of my age, the people that were there. You know, we're going to make everybody learn, know about this hip-hop thing. You know, where it started, you know, the true founders, and we're going to, we're just going to have fun with it. We'll be right back with Soul Sonic Biggs and Let's Talk Hip Hop. I just wanted to let you know this podcast was brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wine. And I'm Mr. Biggs from the legendary group, the Show Shining Force. And I can honestly say I'm one of the true founders of this billion dollar industry called hip hop. Through it all, I have been very fortunate to travel the world, enjoy the finer things in life. During that time, I acquired a taste of fine wine. One day while I was relaxing, sipping on a nice glass of wine, I realized that I'm part of a new generation that just started appreciating the presence of fine wine. Yes, the early hip-hop generation is now enjoying fine wine. Millions of people throughout the world who grew up on hip-hop now enjoy the great taste of fine wine. That's that Mr. Biggs wine. That when I came up with the idea to create the first wine of hip-hop, Mr. Biggs wines, I started off with my wife's favorite, the Moscato. And now we have five flavors that you can choose from. Visit my website at MrBiggsWines.com to order your bottle today. Well, 
Welcome back, people. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, yo, Charlie, man, I'm going to give uh, Queen Debbie D a call. Okay, that sounds like Charlie a plan. D. I'm really interested in hearing what Debbie D has to say about things. All right. Hey. Deb, what's going on? How you doing? Hello. How you doing, Deb? I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. (laughs) What's going on, Debbie D? Huh? That's Charlie Rock. He's saying what's going on. Hey, what's up, Charlie? How you doing, my brother? MC Debbie D in the house. What's going on, sister? How you doing? I'm doing okay. Long day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dad, we recording, Dad. Come on, now. Oh, you recording me? Oh, Dad. Dad, Well, I know you ain't recording me saying hi to... Hey, hey, hey. Why not? Why not? We keeping it 100. You recording that, too? Yeah, I'm... You can't say hi to Charlie? You can't say hi to me? What, you don't want nobody to know? You don't want nobody to know you know me? recording that, too. Oh, okay. What, you don't want people to know you know me? I'm alive. Lord have mercy. I'm alive. That's what we talking about. That's why I had to let you know, baby. We... Come alive. This Come is alive. WD. That's right. That's right. Okay. You act, you act, like, I'm in, you act right. like I'm in the witness okay, protection so program or something. Let's take it from the top. Let's take it from the top. <laughs> yeah, Deb, tell us, tell us a little something about yourself, first of all. About myself? About you, Deb. We want to know about you, sis. Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome to the life of the hip-hop matriarch MC Debbie D., one of the first females in the hip-hop culture and the first female hip-hop soloist to hit the stage um, in 1981. Also was in the movie Beach Street um, with the Us Girls and was also a part of the, the legendary crew, the Juice Crew. So I've done some amazing things. I'm one of the pioneers, started in 1977. So, uh, listen, I, I, I'm just out here letting the girls stand on my shoulders as they do what they do in the culture. Tell us a little something about that, Debbie D. Tell us about when you say an MC soloist, because I think a lot of people in the audience, they don't know the difference between what you were doing and, let's say, what a Shah Rock or a Lisa Lee was doing. When you say an MC soloist, what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean is a lot of the girls that first started off in the culture, all of us started um, in the crew. We're talking about the early 70s. So all of us started in the crew. I started with DJ Patty Duke and the Jazzy Five and then also with the K Connection. But in 1981, when a lot of groups was going through transition, including mine, um, instead of me deciding I was going to stop, what I did was I just kind of emerged and decided that I'd get enough courage to step on the stage by myself. So when most girls were basically in a crew and they're passing the mic, to their crew members as they're performing on the stage in 81 when i stepped out i'm standing up there by myself i also have a female dj with me wanda d wanda and, D. um yes yeah, she was also featured in b street as well for those people that may not know who she is if you kind of look back at that movie you'll see her even though we're not together we had just kind of separated as we formed the group, the Us Girls, with um, Lisa and Shaw. But basically, that's what it is. It's it's me standing on the stage by myself. I have at least a 15-minute show. Um, and then that's a good question, Charlie. I'm glad you asked me that because I think anybody who's an MC in the 70s, we kind of all 
was a nomadic soloist in the sense that we were kind of moving around saying to people, can I get on your mic? Can I get on your mic? <laughs> you know, and I, I did that with Cool Herc, did that at the L Brothers, did that with Abel and Bear. And, you know, that's how you kind of meet people in your community. So as a nomad, we kind of all did that. But when the culture really began to refine itself with crews in 78, 79, when a lot of crews were coming together, that's when you kind of saw everybody on the stage and, for the most part and in just, a crew. And, and just from that, just from this telling us all of that, what does hip hop mm -hmm. mean to you? What is hip hop to you? Hip hop basically in a nutshell to me, uh, Mr. Biggs is artistic, artistic expression in a nutshell. What it is, is whether you DJing, MCing, breaking, um, you writing graffiti, you spitting knowledge, fashion, or even just the lingo, it's giving you an opportunity to express yourself. I think it was Charles Wright that basically wrote that song in 1970. Remember that? And he express said, yourself. Express yourself. Yeah. You know, so you got an opportunity to kind of show what it is you wanted to talk about, whatever the expression was in your dance, in your rapping, in your fashion, whatever that was, you didn't have to be a copycat. You could be yourself. And it's still like that in, in um, hip hop today. You know, I know we kind of started kind of early, but now nowadays people may look at it and say, oh, hip hop has changed. And I do understand the evolution piece of that. But at the end of the day, it's still people expressing themselves. Uh, uh, you don't uh, uh, have to yes. be a copycat. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to look like you. I don't have to rhyme like you. I don't have to dress like you. Nice I don't have to dance like you. I don't have to do anything. I can be who I am. Write my own rhymes about what's going on in my world, in my community. You know what I'm saying? In my way of life. And guess what? There's an audience for each and every person regardless of what your expression yeah, is. Yeah, right. So that's what hip-hop is to me. It's artist, artistic expression. And, and then you said the key word, community. We said community. It, it, it makes me think about that, that, that soldier we lost. Uh, how do you feel about that? Man, Nipsey Russell. Well, first of all, let me just be honest. Of course, you know, being one of the matriarchs and also a pioneer in the culture, I didn't know the brother personally because he's at least about almost 30 years behind me. But, you know, reading about him and his work, Man, people just kind of know him as a rapper, but this dude is really the epitome of what a rapper really should do, and that is to come from this artistic expression and using that and basically transforming that into a businessman. Right. This brother, I just got finished reading, um, looking at this video about how he took this strip mall, bought right. the same money that he made on the road, bought it right back in the Crenshaw community where he was born and raised and all of that, and bought an entire strip mall. Now, we buying stores, you know what I'm saying? But this dude bought a strip mall. And he's got like stores and then he got shared space and the big, big, that really, really blessed me because shared space is the new thing now where people are buying like all of this space. And then they're saying to their brothers and sisters, hey, if you don't have an office space, come to my office space yes, right. and rent office space here and get your business off the ground. So I applaud him for that. And then I applaud him for being a father. He yep. was a father. You because understand he just what had I'm a saying? brand this new son, dude, too. Yes, he did. Actually, with um, exactly. the actress Lauren London. Yep. Exactly. 
exactly. You know, he was a father. He, you know, he had the same girlfriend for many years, you know, Lauren. I mean, he showed himself to be a family man. He was basically, I mean, we all kind of start off real crazy in the streets, you know what I'm saying? In these black communities and particularly our young boys, they get caught up out there, whatever. But I often say, and I'll end with this, it's not how you start, but it's how you finish. And when it comes to Nipsey, Nipsey Russell, I'm going to say this. That brother yeah, damn, Hustle, hustle, baby, yeah, yeah. hustle. We don't, we don't want people to think Listen. that Nipsey Russell, the comedian, Nipsey came back hustle. to life. <laughs> <laughs> Nipsey you know? Hustle. That brother finished strong. And if there is an example to be left or what these rappers today as a pattern that they want to follow, Nipsey Hussle is it. I applaud the brother. He he ought to be commended. It's just unfortunate that his life got cut short. But you know what? In the small span of time that he got, you know what? He worked it and he worked it well. None of us know how much time we got. But again, you know, it's all about not how you start, but how do you finish? You know what? What are we going to say about you? What's your legacy? Exactly. You know what? your destiny. What's your legacy? Yes, sir. At the end of the day. The brother left his footprints in the sands of time. Well, let me add this piece. We do got a little bit of good news so far, and that is that they caught the suspect. Absolutely. Yes, he did. I want to also yes, add something did. about him, that he also, in addition to the shared space, he was doing a lot mm-hmm. of work introducing young urban kids to STEM technology as well. Absolutely. Yes, that People was were not the familiar with that. Coming. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, he was The restaurant yes. and all of that. You know, it's all about empowering people. And here it is, you know, Charlie Rock, that, you know, some of us don't have the money to do that. But, you know, I often say, use the wealth that you have. Some of us have a wealth of knowledge. Some of us have a wealth of education. Some of us, you know, we have wealth in different ways. Some of us have the assets and some of us have the education. However, God has blessed you. You know what I'm saying? You ought to be giving something back to your community. And again, he ought to be commended for doing that. So I applaud the brother, you know, and again, all these young cats out here, what you seeing on these videos and stuff like that, you know, that's not what you really want to do. What you want to do is leave, leave a legacy behind you that when those young kids grow up, they say, you know what? Nipsey Hussle helped to make this make this possible. He was definitely his brother was hip-hop. On, he I mean, was he the was... epitome of his name. He was on a hustle. That's he was right. definitely <laughs> hip-hop. Definitely a brother straight, hip-hop straight will up. always, always, always will recognize and always will respect. Absolutely. Rest Absolutely. in peace, my brother. Rest in peace. Absolutely. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Dev, me and uh, we going to hit you up. It was an honor, you know, for you to show show us your love. And it was great speaking to you. And we're going to make this happen, Deb. We're going to have fun with this, Deb. I told you I want you down. And I mean, you know, Biggs mean what he saved. I want you down. I want you down. And we're going to work. I, I, listen, I believe you, and I know you only do it big. I'm and you know I'm say. all about where it's big. That's what I'm trying to say. Because <laughs> I don't do nothing small, so I want to do it big. That's I don't it. know. I, 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 we got a public show here at WD, so I don't know. I don't want people to get a little <laughs> double entendre <laughs> out of that one. You know. That's my sister. <laughs> listen, we, we've been rolling for the last 40 years, and we're going to keep doing what we're doing. As, as Mr. Big says, we're going to make sure our footprints are in the sand as well. That's and the good thing about it is we don't have to do it separated. We can continue to build together. So That's I'm it. on the team. Okay. Right. And, and, and I'm on it. And, and Debbie D, you know, it's okay for you to let people know that you know me. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, you know, 
I, I'm out the witness protection program now, so it's all right. You can let them know. Okay. <laughs> all right now. I, I will keep that in mind, Charlie. I will keep that in mind. Okay. All right. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's an honor, you know. Okay. Where, I, where, where can we find you on social media? Ooh, anything MCWD D E B B I E D. I do not spell the D with two E's. It's M C W D. So whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Anything, Pinterest, anything that's out there is MCWD. Or they can also go to my website, learn more about me at MCWD.com. Got you, Deb. Got you. I'll be reaching out to you, sis. Stay safe. Okay. Thank you so much, Peace Mr. Big. Bless Just, you, Charlie. And we'll talk to you guys absolutely. later. Absolutely. Take care. MCWD in the house. This podcast in the building. Hip Hop Matriarch <laughs> Debbie D. That's right. <laughs> We'll be right back with Soul Sonic Biggs and Let's Talk Hip Hop. All right, all right, just begun. Woo! <laughs> There's a banger right there, Mr. Biggs. Oh, for sure, for sure, for Absolutely. sure. Just begun. Jimmy Cast a bunch, y'all. Just begun. One of the staples, one of the canons of B-Boy music. You know, there's about eight or nine different songs that are the staples of B-Boy music. And in my opinion, because, I mean, we are talking about what is hip-hop, these are, to me, the songs that made hip-hop or established hip-hop. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Hey. I'm in 123 right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm in 123 right now. Zambu is on the floor. He, growing, he going in. This Bam just dropped this. Zambu going in. Stir, God bless the dead, came from nowhere. The battle is on. Oh, yes, Zambu sir. and Stir, the battle is on. We like, everybody gathered around. We think they fighting and they battle and they on the floor. They, oh, man. This shit was crazy, Charlie. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That's when the circle comes out, man. Just begun. The Jimmy cast a bunch. This is one of them jams, man, where you just had to go off. There's certain ones, you know, I talked about, you know, the beginnings of hip-hop. There's certain joints. If you, That's what made you a hip-hop DJ. You know what I mean? When we talk about what's the difference, those are different. It's what you played. If you didn't have certain joints, like Just Begun, you, you, man, come on, man. What you trying to talk about, man? Man, that was great, man. Yes, that was great. That was great, man. Those was just great times, man. <laughs> I mean, I can say, I remember when you was big dancing, man. You was on... Yo, yo, all your moves was like fast and powerful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, it was fast, fast and powerful. Like, but man, those are that. Those are the best times, man. Listen, the best times. Every time I hear those jams, they take me back. And you know, I can no longer do those things anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm not in any physical condition to do that. But every time my brain tells me that I still can, you know what I mean? Yeah. My body reminds me, boy, you better not because you want to make it to work the next day. But <laughs> my brain tells me that I can still do those power moves. I can still drop and spin, especially when that Jimmy Castle part where he comes, ah, 
line. That's that's the go off right there. You know, man, that that record used to come on. Man, people, just, I wasn't no break dancer, but you couldn't tell me that. But I just started. People thought I was going to start breaking. <laughs> I felt I felt like I was going to start. Man, that that was just a powerful joint. Man, that record was powerful. Yeah, you know, you know, it brings the spirit. That that's you know, we're talking about what is hip hop. That's, that's what it is. That's that's hip hop. Certain songs that just bring back a memory, being in 123, the place to be, being in Bronx River Center, being in the Dixie Club or the Black Door, mm. spots where we went to Rosedale Park in the summertime. Rosedale Park, man, absolutely. I mean, just all up in the T connection. Man, yes, just, sir. Just having fun, man, just, man. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. stuff can almost, you can sit and listen to that stuff all night, man, and you start reminiscing about the people you ran with, how many of them not here no more, and what they did. Like, I could, that record, man, I I, I hear Monk, man, saying, get, <laughs> get from behind the road. Get, yes, from, get the fuck from behind the road, man. Absolutely. And, and Smitty on the Echo, man, and the break dancers is just going off. And and what's his name? Um, Ahmed, he's doing his thing. He had that, yeah. that little Billy, motorcycle. Motorcycle. That yes. little motorcycle yes. thing, man. Yes. And he going up against Cookie and Sterling them from um, Bronxdale. Oh, Absolutely. man, you, you, you just had to be there, man. Good you times, good there. times. And that's, you know, that, Mr. Biggs, that's what Let's Talk Hip Hop is really about. If the audience wants to know what this show is about, what this podcast is about, it's about us bringing back and really recreating and reminiscing those old times, the very beginnings of hip hop. When it, We weren't even thinking about money. Not at you all. Know, we were just young people doing something that we knew some other people didn't like, and we enjoyed the fact that they didn't like it because it made us unique and it made us special. It made us our own our own crew. And, and, and I don't think any of us had any idea at the time that what we were doing when we were 15 years old was going to be what the is. worldwide dominant culture. You know? and, and it was like, it's crazy because although we wasn't doing it for the money, we made money. Like, it was entrepreneurs like and yeah. we we had to make money to stay up with the the best equipment Absolutely. you know like those um those big amps we had was the um the mac the guitars yeah. like we had two of those and then we had the big speakers 18s and jazzy building speakers and superman building speakers and, and sinbad and sinbad oh yeah. sinbad was the dude yeah yeah and, yeah and, oh man i think we had the gemini what did we have a gemini gemini mixer i think we had a gemini yep 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 but you know what people the main with all of that fancy equipment yeah the one thing that you couldn't ha- could not have yeah. was a good ass fan <laughs> oh my God! If the if the if the amp people don't know about that, when we had back in the days, you know, if the amp overheated, it just shut down everything. Everything, and you had to wait till it cooled off, and you know, you would be a, a banger like Just Begun is on, and all of a sudden the fan, and you're, yeah, it's Just Begun, and the whole crowd go, ah man, and now it ain't even about the equipment. Like, yo, that dude's whack. He's whack, man. And it get it could get kind of ugly. Yeah, you know man, what I mean. You know. mm, but, mm, but you know mm. what, Biggs, you brought up the thing about you know becoming our own entrepreneurs because you know when we really think about, it, we created the industry. Exactly. There was no industry. We created the industry. We talking about being able to build equipment. I remember what Bam Bada started with. We talking about them big, big two guitar speakers. Two guitar speakers <laughs> until his mom's brought him a a nice set. Yeah. He had graduated from high school, but. Two ugly ass guitar speakers. Tall guitar speakers. 
and Bam would be rocking the center, rocking out with that. Because Bam played, the, you know, he had the, rec the master of records. And he earned that title, man, because you come to a band. And, and, and listen, we were down. We probably be down because people's like, band played records, man. And I had people. I'm going to tell the story, man. You know what? Breakout. Everybody knows the DJ Breakout. And DJ Breakout and I, we were all from uptown. Yeah, hell of a system, too. Oh, yeah, the mean system, the mighty Sasquatch. That's right. And before he started DJing, he was just, you know, like everybody else. And he knew I was down with Bam and. You know, eventually was Soul Sonic, but he knew I was a Zulu king and down with Bam. And Breakout would come to me uptown, and he'd be like, yo, Charlie, man, what, what's that record Bam was playing? What's that record Bam? <laughs> I said, I can't tell you, Breakout, I can't tell you. And it was like, you know, people knew you was dad. They knew you had the secrets to the kingdom. Right, And we right. wasn't telling nothing. And it was like, you know, it was. Bam, he was, Bam was actually the first cat to start taping the, the titles of the, the album, uh, the record. I mean, I remember, this is going back. We was playing in, um, we usually play in the back of the center, but for some reason we played on the side of the center this particular day. Yeah. And Flash was there, and and Flash was like over his shoulders, like <laughs> just peeping, like what he what is he playing? Yeah. And and I had to put that on a post some time back, and somebody was like, "Why would Flash? Would, that's how far we go back." And he wasn't that guy. Yeah. When he was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he was looking, because right. he wasn't that guy. Yeah, and, and you know, Flash was that guy for what he did with the turntables, but Bam was the man for records, and everybody came to try and figure, because Bam would come out with some stuff that was like, I mean, Bam, to me, you know, Big Bam was like the first sampler. Because Bam <laughs> was, yeah, because Bam was playing. We'd be at a party, and you know, now we're his crew. We're down with him, so we know. And, and everybody's wondering, we're going to know what the record is, because you might, one of the big events, going shopping, record shopping with Bam, he buy you a hot dog. <laughs> you <laughs> with him. And, 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 White Castle King. Absolutely. And Bam will play the Andy Griffith. Exactly. The Andy Griffith show. Yeah, exactly. Or Bam will play. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A band would play the Pink Panther. I remember when he yeah, battled yeah, Herc yeah, yeah, and he played yeah, yeah. the Pink Panther. You, you gotta, know? He, he battled Herc. He threw on that uh, We Will Rock You shit for the first time. Yes, he did. Nobody, yes, he did Queen. Man, Nobody was up on that. The crowd went. And we're not just saying because, you know, we came from, you know, we, we was with Bam. But we went to other DJs' parties too. Yeah. And it just wasn't the same. They like, didn't do that. They It just was the music just. Don't get me wrong, you know they were good. You know what I'm saying you enjoyed yourself, but it, it, it the beats, the the music just wasn't the same. Yeah, band played stuff that you wasn't going to hear anywhere. You know it's funny because you had on Just Begun, and when Bam battled Herc in the PAL, and that's when Bam really got on the map all the way around. You know up until that time, Bam was sort of like a myth. And when I say that, let me explain what I'm saying. Like we knew Bam, we're his crew, we're from Soundview, and everybody in Soundview. But outside of that area, a lot of people didn't know Bam. They just heard about him. They knew this. There's some guy with a funny African name, and he got this crew of dudes called Zulus who will kick your ass, and this and that and the other, and Zulu kings and all this other stuff, and he plays these crazy records. But they didn't know about him yet. And so one day, Bam battled Herc at the PAL, and Bam made a play. You remember this play? Zulu Rain in Hell. Mm. And things. These was, are I remember going downtown to get that plate made. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Sunshine Records. Yep. And plates for people who don't know what plates are. 
plates were a record, a vinyl record, that you could mix yourself. And you could mix it with any any record and just mix it and, and they'd mix it for you and you had your own customized record of a particular song. And so Bam made this play called Zulu Rain in Hell. And the main theme in it was just begun. Right. <laughs> and, and, and just speaking back on place, we used to, because when um, Flash came to uh, play it at the center, that's the first time they did that routine. Yes, yes. That's the first time they yes. did. Um, she wop, she wop, she wop, she wop. That um, flashes on the, the B box. Exactly. They did that routine. That's right. And Bam took the tape, and we made a plate out of it. Absolutely, absolutely. And that plate became a, like a hit. People wanted to get it. Exactly. You know, and it's just interesting talking about the early days of this before there was a a real record industry, a rap industry. Exactly. When we were just doing our things. Just having fun. Before the, before the gold and platinum, right? Yeah, before the gold and platinum. That's <laughs> absolutely right. You know, Mr. Biggs had to throw that in. You know, he's a, he's a platinum selling artist, if y'all don't know. <laughs> you know, if y'all don't know. I, I wound up going back to school before all the good stuff happened <laughs> with Sonic. But Mr. Biggs is a platinum selling artist. And, uh, you know, Mr. Biggs' wine is going to be platinum selling, too. Oh, for sure. And speaking of Mr. Biggs' wine, this podcast has been brought to you by Mr. Biggs Wines, along with Mr. Biggs and Sons Distribution. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace and love. Ah, uh, you got the joint on. Though your head, Fresh Wesley and the JBs, another staple of the hip-hop canon. Yes, indeed. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, they used to mix this back and forth. This is... You got nice. This is how you got your skills up on the turntables. Mixing this joint right here back and forth. Jazzy used to kill this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jazzy. Jazzy used to wear this out. That's right. So, Sonic Biggs with Let's Talk Hip Hop, the podcast.